Welcome to the Feminine Podcast. This is Nancy Wilson. Thanks so much for joining me today. Today I thought I'd talk about what to do when you're wronged. I know none of you ever have an opportunity to apply this, right? But Thomas Watson, one of my favorite quotes is he said, rather be wronged than do wrong. And that's really the truth because we all have enough to confess, enough things to put right, correct? And so it's better to be wronged because then you can just extend forgiveness and move on. Obviously, if you have wronged someone, you have to put it right as far as it is possible with you. And that means an honest apology. And this is just basic Christian behavior. It's what we teach our children. We confess our sin to God. We seek our brother's forgiveness or sister's. And even if they refuse to extend forgiveness, you know, you've done your part unto the Lord and you can move on with a clear conscience. But if they have wronged you and haven't sought your forgiveness, you just can't continue on to be burdened with their sin, even if they robbed you or hurt you or lied about you. Why should you be miserable when your own conscience is clear? I know it's hard sometimes to dislodge this hurt feeling, but we can do it. If we don't do it, if we don't dislodge the hurt, then bitterness is going to fill our hearts up. If we store up in our heart the sins of other people, it's never going to bear a sweet fruit. It's a bitter fruit. Hebrews 12.15 says, Lest any root of bitterness springing up cause trouble, and by this many become defiled. When you are bitter, it's just a matter of time before this fruit is going to spring up, and it's going to do a lot of damage. It's like that really nasty root in your garden. It's much better to keep it clear. Keep it clear. Don't let bitterness take root in your heart. Instead, Hebrews 12, 14, follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. Peace with all men as far as it's possible with you. Here's Matthew Henry on this particular verse. First, it is the duty of Christians, even when in a suffering state, to follow peace with all men, yea, even with those who may be instrumental in their sufferings. This is a hard lesson and a high attainment, but it is what Christ has called his people to. Sufferings are apt to sour the spirit and sharpen the passions, but the children of God must follow peace with all men. Okay, that's Matthew Henry there. He says, it's a hard lesson. It's a high attainment. And so it is. But we have Christ to give us strength to do this. And his example, and we have his word, and we have the Holy Spirit, and we have no excuse. Romans 12, 18, if it is possible, as much as lieth in you, live peaceably with all men. Just get along with everyone. When you're wronged, you can either bring it directly to the offending party and confront them, or you can give it to God and be done with it. If it's your brother in Christ, and if it is a big deal, then you should bring it to them, but checking your own heart as you go. But you should do this primarily for their sake and not for your own. So consider your motivation. Though you'll benefit, of course, if you're restored to your brother, but you want to do it for their sake and not just to make you feel better. 
Sometimes there are other wrongs you just have to let go of. You can't, you're not going to, and you're, you don't have an opportunity to go to that person. Just give it to God. Don't meditate on it. Forgive that person. Move on. So over the years, if I am asked to counsel someone about roommate problems, most of the time, not always, most of the time, it's because one of the roommates is not doing the dishes. <laughs> I'm not joking. And it's just not worth getting into a snit about that. Let love cover it. If you're keeping a record of wrongs, and this is the fourth time they've not done the dishes, then you do have two choices. You can cover it with love, or you can f- confront it in love. You may not get out of fellowship about it. That's not one of the options. So cover it with love or confront it with love. You know you're on the brink of bitterness if, if in your mind you are using two little words, never or always. If you're thinking and mulling and turning over in your mind how they have failed, and if you're thinking she never does the dishes or she always shirks her duty, these are danger signs that you're on the verge of getting bitter. It's always, always, always better to be wronged by someone than to do wrong yourself. Use it as a good spiritual exercise. Say, thank you, Lord, you're giving me an opportunity to overlook a transgression. And maybe it wasn't even a sin. It was just something that didn't please you. When you're doing this, you're imitating Christ. When you're overlooking a real sin, you're imitating Christ. You're living like a Christian woman. Proverbs 19.11, the discretion of a man makes him slow to anger, and his glory is to overlook a transgression. Wow, it's your glory to just overlook it. Now, mothers, you're training your children to be righteous. So you have to teach and train, and obviously that involves dealing with sin. But never correct them if you have taken their sin personally. Get your own feelings out of the way, and then you're in a position to actually instruct them and help them. When it comes to hurt feelings, do not ever give them the steering wheel. Take them to God. Ask Him to help you overcome and overlook. That's a very comfortable way to live. We all have temptations enough without gathering up resentments toward others and keeping a record of wrongs of others. Drop them. They're only going to burden you and drag you down and steal your joy. When you're wronged, you have an opportunity to steward it to the glory of God. You do that by obeying God's word. Don't let it get under your skin or you're not going to be able to approach it with wisdom. Last week, I talked about being grateful in everything. Thank God. Say, Lord, thank you. You've given me an opportunity to practice my faith. Help me to just overlook this trespass, to forgive this sin, even though they've never come and asked me for forgiveness. Stay free of bitterness. Use it as an opportunity to glorify God. And he'll bless that. He can turn it into a blessing. When you are sinned against, he can turn it into a blessing. Let me close with a little Samuel Rutherford. Be not cast down. If you saw him, okay, he's referring to Jesus here. If you saw him who is standing on the shore, 
holding out his arms to welcome you on land, you would not only wade through a sea of wrongs, but through hell itself to be at him. I think that's a great perspective. You're going to heaven. Keep your eyes on Christ. Look to him and walk through a sea of troubles, a sea of wrongs to get to him. Thank you for joining me today. Blessings on your week. Before I go, I want to let you know about my page on Canon Plus. That's where you can find all my audiobooks, audio series, conference talks, and more. Go to mycanonplus.com or click the link in the show notes and have a look around.